Welcome back to Speak No Evil, the Good and Evil podcast. I'm host Wind, and today our guest is Una, who was just voted out in an explosive tribal council at the Final Five. Una, could you please introduce yourself and tell us where we might know you from? Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Uh, you might know me from Warriors as Stephanie Gonzalez. You might know me from Arcana as Lincoln or Marshall. Or from Magus as um, River, or Nine World <laughs> as Isa, uh, um, or many other like my Jerry flops, which I won't um, sure. talk about those. We don't have to get into those. And so, um, exactly. t- today is a Thanksgiving. Happy America Day! Um, yes. And you um, experienced um, or caused what I would call is is Una's Turkey Day. Um, Thunderdome, where you went after Lyra, Fareed, Morgan, um, now that you're on the Jerry Quimby as well. Uh, so walk me through what you're feeling today and what caused you to kind of like go ham on these people. Um, so I think that while I was in the game, obviously, like when Morgan swims um, the, the immunity, I think that was my only hope of staying that round was Morgan not being immune. Um, I think that if I had any hope of staying was um, convincing. Because, like, Farid, or however you say his name, he wanted Agnes at the end. So he wanted Morgan to go anyways. So my only chance was if Morgan was not immune and we could convince Farid to vote on Morgan. So when that was not an option, um, my my play was like I need to campaign either against Agnes or against Lyra and not, neither of these are very very good for me because those are two people that people want at the end um me campaigning against Agnes was to Lyra and Morgan and it was basically uh, a pitch for that fight was pretty logical it was like hey you guys me and Agnes are not like both of us are pretty good at competition so we have the competition check off um both of us are, to you guys, perceived as jury threats. And, like, to be honest, I didn't see myself as a jury threat as much as her. Um, so I didn't understand why I was, the you know, so it was such an urgency to get me out over her. Um, but Farid wanted to go to the end with her, and nobody wanted to go to the end with me. So I think that was, a, like, my pitch was, like, keep me around. If I lose next challenge, I go home, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Uh, and then my other pitch was round. It's like, Farid, you're going to lose regardless. And I, I know that's a horrible pitch. It's a horrible thing to tell anybody, but that's all I had at the game. At the point, there was no, there was nothing I was going to get from like trying to see Lyra as a threat because she's not a threat, you know? So like my only try to, way to spin it is like, play, if you're going to lose regardless, play for the people, serve somebody that you respect winning. And I, I would hope that he would, but I like I didn't I didn't expect him to, but I still was gonna try, you know. Yeah, and what you're describing is like the concept of like a kingmaker in Survivor, someone who doesn't have the opportunity to win themselves, but based mm-hmm. on their decision can kind of like choose who that person is. Right. Um and ultimately Fareed's response was, you know, I'm still gonna play to win, even if you don't think that I can't. Yeah, which is fair. And I like I think that he could possibly win against Morgan and, and Lyra because they're both, like, disgusting. I, like, let me not be rude of them, but, like, they're not the funnest people to be around. So mm-hmm. I think that he 
he is a little fun to talk to. Um, he might have a, a bad perception of like somebody that has been voted out before, somebody that's like being seen as somebody's not doing much in the game for for a long time. But when he's sitting next to two people that are very, very disliked, like disliked, he does have a chance. But like, I didn't want to tell him he had a chance. I wanted him to feel like he didn't. Sure, that makes sense. Um, and so, really, you're in this position because of the final six. Morgan used his vote steal uh, right. to send home BB. Yes. After Agnes um, played her idol on herself. Right. Um, you kind of had a whirlwind experience that round. Yeah, because that round you was had a initially. Lot for me. Yeah. You initially tried to flip on against Agnes um, because um, you wanted to vote out Lyra. Agnes was pushing Morgan, and you were like, you know what, let's flip things against her. And then eventually, um, you flip back to Agnes and maybe to vote with them. So yes. walk us through what went through your head that round, and if you could have done anything differently, do you think you'd still be here? Okay, so that round, my whole thing with the way the like the game was set up for me i was like i was very setting myself up two rounds ahead but every time i would like i i, I try to think two like two steps ahead always but like i I always tend to have like a plan towards the end but for this game somehow my plan always like stopped like there was always a block in final six i did not know what was gonna happen in final six which was always like what the fuck like i have a final seven boot i have a final eight boot but at final six, I have no idea who the boot is. And, like, this, that was, like, a, a complete, like, new thing to me. Like, I, it was weird. So when I come to the final six and I'm hearing Morgan as the push, I mean, that wouldn't have been my worst case scenario. But I was still not sure if, like, I, as much as I trusted Agnes and BB, I was not sure that they wouldn't have just flipped to them and taken those two to the end. You know what I mean? And that right. was my biggest fear. And like now looking back, if I was if I was like to, to change something, I would have I would have been okay with Morgan, you know, being going home because it would have meant that one of those three girls would have won. Um, however, Ferret did say to me, I don't know if he lied or not, that he was never intend like he never intended to vote out Morgan at all that round, so that the initial plan for that round for him was always to vote out BB, which I don't know if it's true or not, but from my stand, when I when I started thinking and, like, putting, like, things in scenarios, looking at the final five, I needed to see myself at the final five with all three girls, Morgan, and either Ferret or Lyra, recent being, because those three girls would have had a more, like, would have been more hesitated to work sure. with Morgan at that point then it was just it would have been way too more tempting like way too much temp temptation there it's like telling like it's like putting a dessert or a million bucks in front of you and telling you like don't go and touch it like you know don't like you have a million bucks you could get a million bucks right now and it could be yours but don't touch it like i it was just too much i knew i would have resisted the temptation i don't know if they would have basically okay that makes sense uh so let's let's backtrack into the live round where at the final seven, um, you, Agnes, and BB were kind of considering choosing to save Carter um, mm -hmm. and vote out Morgan. Uh, and because Morgan kind of came to you and spooked you, you kind of all, like, um, backed out at the last minute. Do you think yeah. this was a mistake? That was my mistake. I think that was the moment. Because 
and I don't know if like how much you read of the chat, but I was saying like a reason to keep Carter in the game was that for any move that he was trying to make at Final Six, chances are that he might have included BB into the boot because he was close to her. So we would have known. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when Carter goes, I didn't like Carter in a way. It's like, I, I don't think it was secret that I didn't like Carter. I thought he was slimy since literally the moment I met this guy. Right. There was moments in the game that I've tried, I tried to be like, all right, let me like stop thinking this guy's shady. Let me try to work with this guy because I'm trying to pitch for everybody to vote this guy out. Nobody wants to vote him out. So let me see if like there's something I could work with him. And every time I try to like give him like that, like that little bit of hope, like let's work together. It would be like thrown back right back in my face. So it's, it was just like that round. I was like, it's smarter for us. And I don't know if you remember, but I, I literally messaged you the moment that whoever mm-hmm. wanted immunity wanted immunity. I was like, I think I want Morgan out because at that point I knew about Morgan's power, or at least he, he told me it was an extra vote. So I was like, him going into final six with an extra vote isn't ideal. Like I already knew that was ideal. That was not ideal, but I was hoping that. Like, it wasn't that big of an issue to me because I felt like he would have gone after BB over me anyways. But I still right. wouldn't have won. It would have still would not be my preference. Um, that makes sense. So when we try to flip on Carter, I mean, we try to flip on Morgan. And then Carter goes and tells Morgan, which, like, I get why he did it. But then we're like, fuck, like, then Carter cannot be trusted, obviously, you know. Um, it also was, like, very fast. In, like, you have to make a decision within, like, a very limited time. Um to make that decision maybe if we would have been like okay let's flip on you know carter i mean let's flip on morgan then morgan could have easily gotten lira himself ferret steal somebody's vote and send out agnes or yeah agnes or myself you know what i mean so it was still a risk either way um but i do think that if morgan had left out the final seven like looking back at it we would have been a better it would have been like a better outcome of the end Sure, and like hindsight, it's always twenty twenty. Like you can only right. make decisions based off of the facts that you have, and you'll always be blind to certain facts. Um, so I'm interested uh, in your relationship with Fareed because you two kind of had like this secret like side deal for a majority of the merge game, um, and of course at the end he kind of turned on you. Um, and today you kind of went to blows. So how do you feel about Fareed now that you're a juror? Um, I feel very conflicted and, um, and it's just like, it's very, I want to like, I want to like root for the kid. And I I was rooting for him like all along. Like he was like somebody that not a lot of people was, were giving him a, like, you know, an opportunity. I feel like to play, like a lot of people keep kind of kept him like at arm's distance to a point. It was almost like his fault. Uh, like, I feel like because a lot of the times he wouldn't tell people how he was actually feeling like. I would try to talk to him and, like, tell him information. And he would not really, like, tell me any information. Like, whatever he would tell me, like, it would be very scripted. Um, So I feel like, in a way, he did have, a, like, part of the reason. He was part of the reason why people always kept him as, like, like arm distance, I felt like, in the game. That being said, um, I really don't... I have a really hard time respecting people that, like, are seen... It's very, it's very like for lack of a better way to putting it, like I've seen as like a layup all season long, and then come at the middle, like at the like the end point of the game, and then they all come together and eliminate everybody else that um, are seen as threats. Yeah, I think um, you know BB. We were talking to BB about this same phenomenon because it seems to be something that's kind of happening more and more frequently. 
And um, do you do you know who BB is? Yes. Yeah. Um, so like we were kind of discussing, you know, what happened in Nine Worlds Four versus what's happening in this game being almost like eerily similar. Uh, Literally, her sixth, me fifth. <laughs> yeah, and so um, like the fact that uh, like if you put if someone gets a goat label, that's almost dangerous because if someone gets a goat label, they can't shake it, then they feel cornered, um, right. and it almost feels as though like getting out goats these days is almost like an imperative because that person there's something like almost powerful about getting a goat label because someone with it they have nothing to lose right right whereas though the game that you you're playing or bb was playing had so much to lose any given time so every decision you had to make had to be like pitch perfect so yeah it's interesting um i think there's some like jury discussion and i think we can expect the final tribal council to also have a lot of that jury discussion. So um, another relationship that you had kind of like forged. Um, so to backtrack pre-merge, you were on the original 12 trees tribe and they tried to vote you out, but you had an idol um, and you ended up kind of making um, these like side alliances with three, but also with wolf and um, wolf told you, Hey, if we go to tribal again, you're not going home. Uh, right. eventually what happened is you guys could split up and then you merged again. And then that final, what was it? 12 or 11. Yeah, happened where was everything was, yeah. Everything was super crazy. And everyone in the, um, Wampanoag Alliance was kind of like arguing and like fighting over who the boot would be. Right. Yes. Um, and ultimately it landed on Wolf, um, and Wolf left pretty upset at you. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you, do you think that his feelings are valid? Um, and, and walk us through what you were trying to do when that scramble was happening. Right. Um, I do think that Wolf had, like, my relationship with Wolf with the game was genuine. Like, I think that we trusted each other to a, a point. Like, I think we would have been able to work together well. And I did try, like, I honestly, honest to God, like, I tried to make sure that he was not the person voted out. But, like, I was trying, like, it was still early in the merge. Like, I was trying while still not putting myself out there. You know what I mean? Like, Kid was already getting enough bullshit for, like, being obvious about him wanting Wolf to stay. So I didn't want the same bullshit to follow me. So Mm -hmm. I was doing it, like, in a more, like, subtle way. And the thing, the hard part about that vote was that the people that I wanted out were immune, I feel. And actually, like, two of them were immune or something. And then I wanted Carter out. And then people were afraid that Carter had an idol or, like, that was just a bullshit that they were trying to say. So it was between Ferret and Wolf for a little bit. I um it was Ferret, which wasn't ideal for me either. So it was literally like two people that wasn't like that wouldn't have been ideal for me, and then the person I really wanted out, Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, when the vote initially, everybody was saying like who they wished, whatever, whatever, and everybody like top person was Carter, and the vote they're like, okay, let's vote for Ferret because nobody cared about him, right? I was right. like, okay, this is not ideal, but like, I guess this is fine. Then Morgan tells Wolf and BB the vote is Farad. And I try to use this to switch the vote back to Carter, which was my preference, mm-hmm. which I did for like five minutes until fucking JL comes and tells everybody, let's vote, change your vote to Wolf. At that point, 
I was so frustrated because I had gone all day trying to change the vote to Wolf. I mean, from Wolf. And I felt like I finally did. And then JL just go in like and tell everybody, this is a vote. This is how it's going to happen. Everybody vote this. I felt like at that point, there wasn't even like it was like 15 minutes before travel or something. There wasn't even like any reason or any like excuse that I would have br- been able to bring up to change the vote again. Sure. So at that point, I was just like, okay, like it's going to be him. I think my biggest mistake was not letting him know, hey, it changed again because I was very, I was very open with him and aware like throughout the day. It's like, hey, it's you. Hey, it's not you. And when I finally was able to switch it back to Carter, I was like, yes, it's Carter. And I was like celebrating with him. But what I felt, what I felt to do was later on when it changed back to him is go back to him and tell him, like, hey, it changed again. It's you again. Gotcha. And I think um, just like this double-edged sword with like trying to like keep your like side allies in because the two people who were most aggressive with doing so were like right. John Luke and Quimby. And then they both like went back to back. Um, and I also was scared that like I told Wolf something and then Wolf goes and tells everybody that like I was the one that told him that he was going to go home and then he looked make me look bad. And I also like I, I suggested to Wolf to use his like pat- patronum or however you say and he didn't use it. So I was like, I try so much to make sure you weren't the fucking person going home. Like mm-hmm. there was only so much I could have tried without like killing my own game. Right. Uh, uh, and in the rounds before the merge, you were on the second Wampanoag tribe where like Thunderbird and Wampus kind of teamed up um, to target Everett. You saw Everett as someone that you really liked. Yes. Um, so why do you think that uh, the whole group turned on him? Was that primarily Jean-Luc and Agnes who... Yes. Those um, two? I think it was it was them and also the idea that like... Everett's like, so there was some drama between like I guess Everett or throwing a, a random vote um onto Tawny I think, and then like he had told Quimby that that he thought it was JL doing it. Um, I think I'm Everett might have not been the person to do it. He might have actually thought that JL was doing it, but then JL took it as like Everett was trying to like pin it on him. So then JL went on this whole like I can't trust Everett, which sucked for me because I genuinely really liked Everett. And I thought Everett was somebody I could have worked with in the game of uh, Converge. Um, and I like more than I like a lot of the other people that I had to force to work with. Um, for right. me, that round, that, that round was also difficult because um, he came, I came, sec- he came second to me winning immunity. Like, if I knew he was going to come second to me winning immunity, I would have probably tried at least a, a, a little bit like less to mm-hmm. win immunity so that he would have been safe. But it also was it was very weird because I it, I was coming from a, a a tribe that I was pretty much the ferret that round if that makes sense like I was at the bottom right. like I was the new person in in the tribe um the only person I really really had was JL and I didn't really trust JL hundred percent so I was forced to trust JL hundred percent and then I was forced to rely on the relationship that JL had to these new people that like they had been together with each other. And I was just a new person around. So, like, I feel like if I didn't win immunity and the target won immunity, I could have gone home. Makes sense. And um, so that round, that, that straight vote, it was actually Ziomara bootless voting um, was, like, the extra straight vote to, for Tani, I guess. Right. And it was just coincidence that she voted for the same person as um, 
Right. Oh, wait. Yeah. I think it was Paul. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Quimby had been turning. Quimby had been doing a lot of work to turn Sean Luke against Everett. Everett so told Quimby so about his idol, and Quimby was afraid of it. So he went to Jean Luc and like kind of just like turned Jean Luc against Everett. So it was mostly, I think, Quimby and, and like paranoia. Um, to that. Quimby. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to our next segment, which is going to be Wait, can associated. I ask a question? I don't know yeah. if you can answer. Was Everett allowed to play his idol or no? Uh, no. So he wasn't allowed to play his idol till Potions class. Uh-huh. Um, so he missed it by like one round. Damn, uh, damn. Mm-hmm. And then Lyra ended up getting it and played it at the merge. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so uh, this next segment's going to be word association. Uh, so usually um, there are a lot of people to say, but um, you got fifth place. There's only four other people. So I'm going to say the name, one of the remaining four, um, and you just say the first word that comes to mind, okay? Yes. Okay, Lyra. Messy. Fareed. Uh, slimy. Morgan. Ergen. Uh And Agnes. Queen. Queen. Okay. So our next segment, we're going to go back to your application and do a retrospective. Okay. Uh, so one of the questions that you were asked is if you would classify yourself as good or evil. And ultimately, you said good. Do you think that's reflective on the game you've played? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... I think I have my good moments, but I think I have my evil moments. Um, I would say I'm in the middle. Okay. So you think you are like a combination of both or you're like yeah. neither? I think that I am neither. Okay. Uh, and you also were asked, um, you know, what you wanted to accomplish coming to this game. And you said you want to play like an unapologetic bitch. And do you think uh, that's how you played? Do you think you accomplished your goal? I think that at the beginning, I couldn't because I was put into it like an underdog position. I think that come merge, little by little, I was getting there. I think that around the final seven, final eight, I got there. And I think I had accomplished my goal. Okay. Uh, And you were also asked, you know, what your jury rationale usually is when you vote as a juror. And you said it's who had the most control. So looking at this final four, who do you think that person is? Agnes. And I think that that's one of the main, like, that was my whole pitch and my whole thing that it's like, I don't feel like Lyra, Morgan, or Fairy. Like, I think Fairy at the end had the control, but it's like, it's too little too late, you know? Like, I cannot reward you for playing, like, surviving control the last three rounds over somebody that had control pretty much every round before that. You know what I mean? So it's it's very it's very hard for me to reward that, but I think Agnes um had the most of the final four. So uh, on that fan, you know, I think it's pretty clear what you'll say. But yeah. who is your nightmare final three? Who is um the final yes. three you would least like to see? Farid, Morgan, and Lyra. And so if that's the final three, who do you think you'll vote for? I will vote for Farid, um, because I respect it a little more than the the, the other two, um, because the other two I don't I don't know I re- like Morgan a little bit, but I still like I still feel shady about that last round about Morgan, um, so I don't know. 
maybe I'm just bitter. But okay, one final question: If you were going to bet on who wins this game, like not like who you want to, but like who you think most logical in this game, who do you think that person is? I think Agnes win because I think that she's going to be able to do good in puzzles in the final four and win the challenge. And I think that if she wins the challenge, she's in the final three. And if she's in the final three, she wins the game. Okay. Your winner pick is Agnes. We'll have to see on Sunday if you are correct. Thank you so much, uh, Una, for being our guest today. And we're looking forward to see how you confront these finalists uh, at the final TC. <laughs> I'll try to be nice. Uh, thank you for hosting me. It was very, very fun. It was a very, very emotion not emotional, but like like a roller coasterly experience for me. So I'm glad I played. I'm glad. And and uh here's to you getting fifth place for the rest of time. What? I hate fifth place.